Blog Talk Radio.
Hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. I'm here with you. This is Angela Joy from Southeast Georgia. And I feel uh, rising in my spirit tonight. Just let you know, no matter what you're going through, no matter how you're tempted to get in the battle and fight, the victory has already been won and it's season. He already took care of it. And uh, I just want to encourage you tonight. I saw a post earlier this week, and um, it was so profound. I mean, it's something we already know. But sometimes you just have to be reminded of things. And uh, it basically said, you know, um, we just need to know that when we release something out of our mouth and we let the Lord know that we can trust him and we are trusting him to do everything that needs to be done concerning our life, it will change the complete atmosphere of what you're in. And it will cause you to walk right into the place that God has ordained you to be in before the beginning of your life, before the beginning of the earth. God predestined you. And so know in your spirit that if you are a child of the Most High King, if you've been bought with the price of bloodshed, you can walk with confidence to know you can trust your God. You can trust your Father. Your defender, your advocate, Jesus, has already stood and taken the account of your sin on him on the cross, that you can walk with an assurance. And, of course, like I said, it's something that we know, but if we walk in that, when we walk in the power and the anointing of knowing that, God will meet every need. When we let the Lord know, when we line up to the word when we show God by our actions that we trust him, then we can expect the miraculous to take place. We can expect God to move into our situation. We don't have to worry. We don't have to fret. We don't have to do anything but trust that God is going to deliver us. Oh, I'm not saying it's easy because right now I face Dilemmas. Almost all the time we're facing something. But I'm facing something, you know, now. But I have to remember that God delivered me before. He's going to deliver me now. Um, if he was able to take the situation and turn it around before, he do it again. And so when we walk with that type of mindset, when we walk in the spirit, it will draw the kingdom of God. And not only will it just draw his attention, it will cause things to move, to shift, to be regulated and shifted in our behalf so that we can benefit from being a child of the most high king and be a testimony in the earth for who he is. That's what it's all about. Do you think God wants you to fail? Do you think that God wants you to be without? No, I don't believe so. That's not the God that I serve. Truly, that's not the God that you serve. So when I heard that this week, I have pressed it from the place of holding on, believing in standing, that I know that God is mindful of me. 
He's taking notice of me. My attitude, my action in relation to what I'm asking him for, what I'm believing him for. Oh, Joy, are you asking? Are you acting like what you're asking for? Angela Joy, are you? Or are you acting on certain mannerisms that you're doing are operating contrary to the belief that you believe God will move on your behalf? It says a lot. It says a lot, people. It says a lot because the enemy watches us as well. And he's plotting, taking notice of our actions. He's taking notice of what we release out of our mouth. He's taking notice of our attitude. And he knows where the weakest link is. The weakest link. Is the weakest, is the weakest link your mouth that causes you to blow out stuff that's opening the door for the enemy? It's the weakest link. Your ears. That you're running around hearing stuff and, and your mouth involved Speaking stuff, I have heard something that's causing the enemy to have some sort of flow in your life. It's a crack. And believe me, with the enemy, believe me, the enemy will see a crack and he'll make it a whole lot larger than a crack. Because he's going to press this one in. It's the weakest link your eye. Are you looking at stuff you don't have any business looking at? That's opening the door for the enemy to plot something in have something in your view because he knows your eye gate are looking for it. Uh, is this your weakest link? Is your weakest link hatred? We're not talking about this one here, are we? The church doesn't do that, right? Godly people don't operate in hatred. Oh, no. Hmm. I believe there are people who sit up in churches and all accused that have a problem with hatred. So the enemy knows. Is that the weakest link? Oh, or maybe your weakest link is going into places you don't have any business being in, participating in activities that don't glorify God. That's your weakest link? Then he knows your weakest link. And he's going to be plotting to get in the weakest link. Now, that was a whole lot said that I didn't plan on saying. So... Welcome tonight Prophetic Break Network. I am Angela Joy. I am your host. I'm here in Southeast Georgia. It's a rainy night in Georgia here, and it's been a restful day for me. So welcome, praise God. Hallelujah. So if you're calling in and you want prayer, please press 1, and uh, I'll be more than happy to pray with you and stand that the Victory be yours according to the will of God. Amen. And if you want to stand, you can do so. And uh, that number is 214-505-8719. Hallelujah. So if you call, if you nine five two seven six zero two seven, make you listening by internet, press one and that'll put you in the queue for prayer. And I'll be happy to um, be with you and talk and pray with you tonight. Hallelujah. Well, that, that listening to that song heard something up with me. Because, you know, the Lord has been speaking to me lately about, you know, don't try to take things into your own hands. Don't try to handle 
my business. If you say it's my business, you're giving it to God, it's his business, and you take it back and you start to act in the flesh uh, by what things that I mentioned, you know, your eyes look at stuff you don't have anything good at, either hearing things you don't have any business hearing, your mouth repeating stuff you don't have any business repeating. So it's an opening for the enemy to come in and wreak havoc on you. Hallelujah. But we don't want that. We don't want that because we know about what that song says. Victory belongs to Jesus. Are we in him? And God, do we live and move and have our very being? I think so. If we are in Christ. So if that is the case, then we are in the winning circle. We can't lose. Hallelujah. By the glory of God being in our life, on our life, us walking in that. Fellowshipping with the Lord. It might look rough. I'm telling you, y'all, it's been looking a little shaky up around here with the things. But I have made up my mind, and I knew it was the Lord that really brought that to my attention this week. Uh, when I saw that, and it says, you know, and of course, people, that's what's up. You know, are you concerned about you know, what to wear, what to eat, you know? Rightful place in God and stand when the giants come. That's 
going to help us. I'm not against watching TV. I mean, it's definitely no. I don't have a problem. I'm going earlier today. I was watching the game show. That's about the extent. You know, because I, we have to be careful. As the people of God, what we entertain, what we let in our eye gate, what we let in our ear gate, what we allow our mouths to release. It's very important. It's extremely important in this day and this time. I have a friend that um, we I converse with a lot, and we talk about, you know, just things uh, concerning, like, what we're feeling in our spirit concerning the times that we're in. And, um, you know, it, it is, she's almost feeling like what I'm feeling. Just there's something in the atmosphere that lets me know there is something sure to come on the horizon. And I don't believe it's going to be a whole lot of years before we're going to see some things we've never seen before. But we who trust in God, we can stand sure-footed and know that regardless of what it looks like, God still going to be God. He's not going to change. There's nothing that's going to be uh, shifted for him. God, so I was reading this, and I'm going to read it to you. And that's why I want to say, you know, don't be concerned about your enemy. Don't be concerned about what you need to do to take care of a situation or circumstance because God is following your battle. The battle with that subject. The battle belongs to Jesus. So let's read here briefly. We can expound a little bit, but I think it's going to be some detailed story of kind of what I'm referencing here. First Samuel 24.10. Well, let's start here. Let's do First Samuel 24.5. I do want to go to the beginning, so I think I will just on verse 1. Now it happened when Saul had returned from following the Philistines that he was told that it was told him, saying, Take note, David is in the wilderness of Gedi, Jedi. I will read that again. Now it happened when Saul had returned from following the Philistines that he was told, saying, hey, no, David is in the wilderness of in Jedi. Then Saul took 3,000 chosen men from all Israel and went to see David and his men on the rock of Wild came to shepherds on the road, for there was king. And Saul went in to ascend his knees. David and his men were staying in the recesses of the cave. So of course, you know, this is the time when um, Saul was chasing uh, David throughout the countryside to destroy him, to kill him. Why? Because he was jealous. Why? Because he knew. God had something on David that threatened him as a person, even though he was king, you know. But anyway, took 3,000 men, chosen men from all Israel, and went to seek David and his men 
on the rock of the road. But when he came to the shepherds by the road, where there was a cave, and Saul went in to attend his need, David and his men were staying in the recesses of the cave. I'm reading the NIV, not the NIV, the New King James Version. Then the men of David said to him, This is the day of the this is the day of which the Lord said to you, Behold, I will deliver your enemies into your hands, that ye may do to him as it be good to you. And David arose and secretly cut off the corner corner of Saul's robe. Now it happened afterwards that David's heart troubled him because he had cut Saul's robe off. Stop right here. David because he had cut Saul's robe off, a corner of it. Now we know, as I just said, Saul was after him to take his boat. He was after him to destroy him. Um, hey, so he just cut his robe off, a part of it. He didn't cut him. But it troubled David's heart. Why? I believe it was David's understanding that he was beginning to try to take matters, matters into his own hands. Ha! Huh. This why I protected him and shielded him all these years, all of the years, growing up as a boy, coming against Goliath, you know, wrestling wild animals to protect the flock. And all that God had protected him. So why wouldn't David think or walk with an understanding and with faith that God was going to take care of him now. So what does this mean? You know, we would count as little of cutting piece of the garment that Saul wore. It troubled David. Why? Because there was indication there that somewhere he wasn't trusting God. Because he was beginning to take, even though it was a small matter, he was beginning to take into his own hands. Could he win without God? No. Can you win without God? No. And sometimes when we walk into a situation and we do a little thing, it will open the door for a big situation when we could have just left it alone. We could have just left it in God's hands and we would have never opened the door. So David quickly that he had done wrong, and he acknowledged it. So it says here, the Lord forbid that I should do this thing to my master. The Lord anointed. Even though Saul was after him to kill him, he still knew and understood it was the Lord anointed. That's who Saul was. Even though he had gotten out of place, on track, he was out of his mind. David recognized he had done a little thing that might open the door for something big because he was stepping in the place that he shouldn't be and should leave it in God's hands. I've been guilty. So David restrained his servants with these words and did not allow them to rise against Saul. 
and saw that up from the cave and went his, on his way. And then it says here, David also arose afterwards, went out to the cave and called out to Saul, saying, My Lord King. And when Saul looked behind him, David stood with his face to the earth, stood with his face to the earth, and bowed down. And David said to Saul, Why do you listen to the words of men who say, Indeed, David seeks to harm you? Look, this day your eyes have seen that the Lord delivered today into my hand in the cave. And someone urged me to kill you. But my eye spared you. And I said, I will not stretch out my hand against my Lord, for he is the Lord anointed. Father, we just thank you tonight. We just thank you tonight that we will operate by the instruction of the Holy Spirit. We won't step out into situations and circumstances and handle things in our own strength, but we will rely and we will lean upon the Spirit of God to direct us because we don't want things to open up, shouldn't open up by us walking contrary to the instructions of the Holy Spirit. So, God, we know that you do fight our battles. You do make a way straight when there seems to be no way. You protect us from our enemies, and you show us. You're just waiting for that opportunity for us to see, for us to allow you to be God in our lives, that we will not try to boast in our own strength, and we will be who you call us to be. God, we ask this be released always tonight. In Jesus' name, you know, just think, had he not followed according to how the Spirit of the Lord was leading him, of course this thing could have made him think, oh, look at me, I'm David, I took down Saul. You know, sometimes we're in situations where we have the opportunity to do something, and all the enemy is doing, he's waiting at the, the gate here, so to speak, for us to step over into pride over into a place we have the right to be in because he's planning to take us out. Sometimes we will step into places we have no right stepping in. We need to step back and say, God, do what he does because he's not. You know, thank God for the restraint because sometimes we might step into a situation into a place where our lives are in pain. Hmm. My God. My God. So, Lord, we thank you tonight. We thank you tonight that we will recognize oh, the moving of the Holy Spirit. We will recognize your instruction. We will recognize your leading and guiding us and taking us to the place you have destined us to go to. Not through our own power. David himself is king out. I'll step on up in places. I know I've been anointed for this. How <laughs> many times people just step up to something that they've taken their, their own stride to get where they need to be, and it didn't work out exactly the way they thought it was. I, I, I've seen situations happen like that. Instead of fighting to get to the top <laughs> in your own strength, just to be set up, to be taken down. 
my God. I don't know why I'm talking about this because I had no plans on it, but I do. The Holy Ghost knows what it's all about. So anyway, just wanted to throw that out there tonight. It was just on me, and that I believe that God wants us to know that we have the victory. We're going to continue to believe for the victory. Hallelujah. To believe God to take us exactly where he wants us to go and let us get out of the way. Let us move on out of the way <laughs> so that we can be who he wants us to be. Hallelujah. Well, I'm going to play this song. I'll be back in just a bit, and uh, we'll talk in person. Yeah. 
shout the victory. We are shouting the victory. It is for the good. And it works out for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Hallelujah. Well, thank you for being a part of what God is doing tonight with Prophetic Grace Network. Um, I can't take any credit for it except to, just to be here to help build the kingdom of God and the things of God uh, that God has made me to be a part of. Thank God for Prophet Randy Chandler who invited me to be a part of what God is doing in and through the earth and these airways. Uh, we pray for him tonight and for his family, for his wife, and we just believe God to do the miraculous. And so we just want to thank you for being a part of Prophetic Grace Network. doesn't matter who's on this side of the mic or that one. We're all connected because we're here because of God. Praise God. Thank you so much for being a part. And like I said earlier, if you just got on or if you're listening by internet, you can dial 319-527-6027. That's 319-527-0271. You'll be in the queue, and we'll be praying and talking with you. Well, hallelujah. That song just gets me going. And so even in reference to what I said earlier about, um, you know, in 1 Samuel uh, 24, it's verses like I went through 8, 1 through 10 or 1 through 7, um, just keep in mind that, when we get out of the way and we don't try to take the matter into our own hands, we can, and we walk with an understanding that covers with exactly what he says he will do. And we believe that. We believe that. We can expect. I mean, it's not easy, folks. I don't. I have my own little, but when I get in that place where, you know, like I've been talking to God about some things lately. I'm just being honest about people. I don't understand. I don't understand what's going on. And I was like, God, you know, I think there's things that I don't need to know, right? Of course. Because you're God. You know what you're doing. And it's like God was like, and let me do that. Because I know what I'm doing. And whatever anyone has done or is doing, to try to counteract what I'm doing in you. You don't have to worry about it. Because if, if, if it's you and you feel like it's just you, but you don't understand, I'm in you. So the battle is not, they're not fighting really against you per se. They think they are. They're really fighting against me. Especially when I've given them instruction to do something. And they're not doing it.
You want to try to destroy me when I'm good for you? You want to take vengeance at me when I do it for you? Remember Goliath? <laughs> Do you remember some? No, I'm sure maybe some things was, they were going through his mind. Like, what happened? I mean, it was fine. Like, hey, what's up with this? And then I let you in, but nobody else let you in. So I covered you with prayer. Nobody prayed for you or very you. But when people really counted you out, Believe what God said. You said I sent you. You in when you were homeless. When I fed you bread, when you didn't have any. I can imagine how David felt. Recently, you know, think about the goodness of the Lord. I mean, no no feeling whatsoever. And just think about the things, you know, how you open your house to people and you let people come in. <laughs> Next, it says, we know you. But that's a good thing. I don't regret that. But this is the thing. You know, I can understand what David was. Hey, man, remember me? You know, David out there who, you know, <laughs> Hey, 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 remember me? Hey, remember me? Hey, this is joy. This is simple joy. Hey, I'm, you remember me? When you didn't have a place to stay? I had to be like David. Well, really, in all honesty, it wasn't hard because I just knew God was at work. David had to know God was at work. And in spite of what it looks like. In spite of that, who he thought was a friend ended up being an enemy to lay a hand on him. We gotta be like that, folks. We gotta be like that. If we want to see the manifestation of what God wants to do in our lives and in and through us, we gotta be like that. We gotta let it roll off of us like water on a dish back. Huh. And not let it penetrate. Because guess what? What they're throwing at you is poisonous. And if it gets in your system, <laughs> you're poisoned. So you gotta let it, you got to let it roll off. So, Father, tonight we thank you. As we will pursue you, <laughs> glory be to God. We will pursue you with what you've given us to pursue you with. We'll go after you with our whole heart. And we will remember that victory belongs to you. So, Father God, we thank you tonight as I take calls, each and move. You say what you want to say. As I decrease, I'm going to out of the way. It's not that I can say. It's really of any great benefit. But it's what you say, Lord. So we give you the glory and the honor and the praise. Hallelujah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and start taking uh, calls tonight. And you can 
Yeah, I got to go out of town next weekend, so I probably won't be on the show. I've got to go out of town, and I've got to get two new tires. Thank goodness, you know, the air pressure went out. Went out. Well, the light came on. Oh, my gosh, air pressure. Go to the um, – God, it's so good. I go to the to the um, Walmart and to the car, to the um, automotive car, and they looked at my tires and I'm like, you better not get on the road to the Athens. <laughs> Just three and a half hours I'm going to stay um, because your tires are coming apart. They're front tires. So I uh, take care of that before I leave. So anyway, God, for letting me know because the air pressure, you know, that usually happens when it gets colder. The air pressure will change in the tires. But I said, you know, I thought, let me go up there and have them check it out. And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, and I don't think much about stuff like that because I work from home. So I don't really drive anywhere. Basically, everything is in my like, radio space where I need to go, what I need to do. So thank God that God let me do that before I could go up there and get that checked out before I head out of town. So anyway, God is good. Isn't he? He's so good. All right, let's go ahead and take our first caller. It's going to be 828. Hi, Angela Joy. It's Jennifer and Craig. Hi, Jennifer and Craig. I you. I thought so anyway. Hallelujah. So let's pray for you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah for just the uh, atmosphere of, of, of just tranquil living. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Just tranquility of just uh, knowing the peace of God, knowing the, the the place that you fit in with God, you know, being, you know, like safe and secure in that place and, and not being all ruffled up because the enemy would try to come in and just kind of ruffle your feathers a little bit and try to make you feel a certain way. But because of the tranquility that you have received by walking in God in that place, in this season, uh, you just might as well just, you know, find some places to go because um, you understand who you are in God. You understand what you access by being in his presence. You understand what it means to live and move and have your very being in God, the tranquility of God, the peace of God, rule and reign over your heart as it did and does and will in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We just thank you, God, for the peace, the tranquility that is received from walking in a place with God when the enemy comes in and tries to just start this cause disruption there again, he can't do it. You know how I'm thinking to keep your mind keep going back to David. Had he not been in that place with God, you know, and knowing that I need to rest in him, I need to rely on him, I need to trust him, I have to trust him, I keep trusting him, I can't take matters into my own hands. I've got to rest in knowing that God is who he says he is. He doesn't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And God, I thank you for that resting on her tonight. That understanding. That understanding a place of, of hanging out with God that even when the wind blows, can roll on back into the arms of Jesus where there is safety. Security, 
and it just kind of, you know, goes in different directions. And I just think that something that's going on with you, like the, the Spirit of God flowing in and through you like a river, and it gives you, even with the horse thing, it's like I see a season of just, you know, you know, rivers, you know, oceans are, can be pretty violent. You know what I mean? They're just kind of, ooh, you know, the oceans are violent. But, you know, it can have some powerful waves and some, you know, some things that kind of, but then a river, I think about a river connected to you. I just see a flow of a river and that you're flowing in that place with God. And, and not only that, it's taking you into, I won't say like the river per se, the depth of the river, but it's, it's taking you into the deep things of God because it's flowing out to places of the unknown the natural, that you wouldn't understand or know with your natural mind. But by the Spirit of God, with the river flowing through you, it's going to take you to places beyond your understanding and imagination in the natural sense of things. It's taking you beyond what you can see with your natural eye. It's taking you beyond what you can understand as far as the direction it's going to take you. Because God's got some blowing to do in and through you. Hallelujah. So we thank you, God, for that. We thank you for the flow of the river. Let it go. Hallelujah. Flow. Go. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Let it flow. Let it go into the places that are not even in his mind right now. But God, there are places in the deep of the outwardness and the unknown that you want to take him by the flowing of the river of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Give you glory. And it's tranquility there, too. Because it's just Amen. flow, flow. Hallelujah. It's just flow. All right, guys. What's up? Well, I'm here. Yeah, I mean, God is up. That's for sure. He's up to something that we've seen. Yeah, so I'm glad that you, that you all had a great uh, Thanksgiving. We did. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, good. Anything you want to share, Jennifer? <laughs> God's just a God of restoration And you know He redeems time He redeems you know Everything that You know um, You've lost And I feel like you know God's just really Redeeming time For Greg and I And also you know Bringing restoration Into our relationship And you know something you know, grander and greater than uh, really we've ever known before. Just very grateful to God for all that he's doing, which is very overwhelming. It's just um, very beautiful. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I have, I have an amazing, like God has chosen an amazing person for me, amazing man for me. We handed, we gave him the pen, you know, to to write our love story, and he's definitely 
writing away. So cool. yeah. that's so encouraging. You know, it's so awesome to you know just to hear. You know, thing that's awesome about this whole platform is that you know we can sit here and people who are listening can take part in just being able to minister to just by things that are released in the atmosphere. Either by me or you or whoever's on the end, and so just by you saying that, I just think that it's just it's it's like opening an avenue or airway to someone who needs to be able to understand and flow in that. You know, here I'm into this thing flowing. I don't know this flow of um, the spirit of God here in me. It's a flow, and that's just awesome. You know, because. You know, me personally, you know, I get on here and, you know, I don't know what God's going to do. I, I mean, time I get on here, it's like, okay, God, you know, what what do you have tonight? And then I start talking to you all and telling people, and it's like, you know, it, it's it's not really about me. I just come here just kind of opening a door for God to just speak through you, you know, you know and, and, and release things that will help others who are listening get a grasp, grab hold, and, 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 and move on into some things. You know, it was heavy on my heart uh, this week about how important it is to just trust God. You know, we can <laughs> just, I mean, we don't even understand it. It's like when I heard this woman say this, it's like we don't understand how important it is to just have this that God is working things out for our good, if we can just grab a hold of that with every fiber that is in us, and how if we do that, how it will cause things to just fall and shift into place so that God can be it's about him being glorified. It's about him being known as king, you know, in our lives and more of our lives and how it affects other people's lives just to know that he is operating in our life and we believe him, we trust him, and we just need to carry that. We got to carry that, you know. <clears throat> so many voices in the earth today. So there's only one that we need to be listening to. Do you want to touch on that trust thing, Greg? <laughs> Um, I just throw it up again. Come in. Uh, she said, asked me if I wanted to touch on a trust thing. Um, part of oh, our yeah. Thanksgiving week, well, part of our Thanksgiving weekend was spent in a a very small town, but it is a town, and the name of the town is Trust. Oh no. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, so we did a whole photo shoot there. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. God! Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, tell me a little bit about trust, right? <laughs> well, we stumbled onto it uh, two weeks ago. We were there. We went to Hot Springs for the weekend, which is right down the road from Trust, and knew nothing about the town. Um, we were just we had one day we were looking for some place to eat and. I'd seen this place. It was called Trust General General Store and Cafe, and saw the menu, and I'm like, that looks. I mean, looks like it'd be something, you know, a good place to eat. 
So right. Um, it's a it's a big motorcycle stop as well because it's on a curvy road and um, right. kind of in my thing because I do a lot of motorcycle stuff. But I was like, well, let's go eat there. So we went, and turns out that the whole thing, the store and the town, was kind of certainly the store was built by a couple who the wife had been diagnosed with cancer and had been healed. And in their prayers for her to be healed, they told God, they promised him that they would build this chapel, um, which they did. And people literally come from all over the world and left mementos and handwritten prayers. And um, and I didn't, we didn't know about that. I and mean, we just went there to have lunch. And then they have all these newspaper articles around the wall. And so uh, Jennifer went back the weekend after that and, yeah. and checked it out. And so, um, and she had some conversations with God and he led her to do some things. And so I just really felt led myself to go ahead and make a trip back there this weekend just so that she and I could go, which turned into more. Um, I got to go up early and spend Thanksgiving with her and her parents. And then they went, we went over there to trust and spent some time with the chapel and God spoke very clearly, very um, well, just he answered a lot of stuff and showed us a lot of stuff, and which has pretty much been uh, the three weekends out of the last five or six that we've spent together. It's it's all been centered on God. We were both, you know, meeting with each other to meet with God and going specific places to to find God, meet with God, and He stepped up and delivered on every single. I mean, three weeks, just crazy stuff. Like so, first of all, three weekends that we've been together, the weather's been perfect. Every weekend, I mean, perfect. Um, we got upgraded reservations at one place. We got into places that were booked, but oh, this just opened. Um, just, just crazy. Well, I say crazy. Just not coincidental. Absolutely yeah. only explained to be. It had to be God stuff. I mean, like He paved this way, and then not just paved the way for things to happen, but then opened doors that were closed or. Um, took us wow. places where just happened to be there on the final day or the final weekend uh, oh, wow. of you know their season and just just hand pointed just hand delivered and pointed out very specific things that were obvious that it was his favor his his direction and doing you know stepping and moving exactly the way that he wanted. Your turn, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, you know, when you go into the town of trust, there's this big, uh, I guess it was somebody who was really into art created it. It's a big, what is that, like iron or? Yeah. It's like a big iron. It's called, it's, it spells out trust, but the U and the S in the middle is larger than the, than the T's. And uh, so we... You know, it's you know we're trusting God with um, our relationship and with each other, and also um, you know just learning how to trust each other after you know lots of betrayals, um, not you know from other people, past relationships, things like that. That God's been doing a lot of healing, and so we you know did a photo shoot in front of the the trust sign. Just always, it's just 
Yeah, God's just been, trust me, you know, lean not mm-hmm. on your understanding, but trust me. And it's, I don't know, he, it's just overwhelming. Like, I feel like there's a whole book in the last three weekends. But, um, but yeah, God is doing a new thing, new beginnings. And, yeah. you know, anyone that's listening, you know, just don't ever give up hope because, God is a God of miracles, and, um, you know, things that, you know, sometimes you look at a situation and, you know, say there's no hope, but um, there's always hope. There's always hope. Yeah. Wow. That is so good. You know, it's like, you know, part of, like, you know, what I really see happens on here a lot is that, it's like he draws us for, into a place of of being on the same, you know, like the same page with stuff, you know, like this whole thing, trust. Like, I didn't know I was going to talk about trust, you know. I didn't even know until about three minutes before I got on here that, you know, trust was going to be a subject, you know. And all of a sudden, as I got on here, I remembered this woman talking about how to trust God and we do trust, trust God, you know, there's, there's nothing he didn't do, you know what I mean? And um, it was just really, really, you know, it really touched me. Because I know my biggest thing sometimes is that, you know, I just, I I just see things and they just seem to overwhelm, overwhelm me. And it's almost like God is saying to me, it doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter how impossible it might appear to be. You've got to trust me regardless. You know, you've got to know that I'm still going to be God. I don't bow to the situation. The situation bows to me. You know? God doesn't bow to the situation. The God in us doesn't need to bow to the situation. That situation needs to bow to God. And um, it's just been so on me. Then, you know, right before I got on, it came to my mind about how David was pursued by Saul. You know, he was like killing. He had to trust God. You know, he had to take the matters into his own hands. He had to kill Saul because he had to trust in God, that God was going to deliver, God was going to protect. He was going to do exactly what he needed to do, but he had to trust him. You know, I'm telling you now, me being on a stage and my enemy came up and, you know, and I could have taken him out on my own stage and my natural flesh, I'm not going to try to do that again, thing I can do to take him out. You know what I mean? <laughs> but unless I have an understanding, I got to trust God. I got to trust God. So it's just so awesome tonight how that thing with trust really is just that just little things like that just cause you to like, hey, we gotta press on that. We gotta go forward. We gotta be a little bit more rooted into knowing who God is. So that we don't have to let circumstances and situations, you know, rise up and overtake us. We need to overtake it by the God that's in us. So wow, thanks so much for sharing that. What what day is trust in? 
North Carolina. North Carolina. I have to look that up. You should definitely afford to look. Uh, that, that's really cool. I mean, the whole thing, the story behind and uh, behind it, that is amazing. And just to think yeah. that, you know, God allowed me to, man, that's no accident. No, no. There's, there are no coincidences. No, nothing he's done is, is a coincidence. It's, I mean, you cannot deny anything, you know. We just can't deny anything. It's just too much and um, mm-hmm. he's guiding, guiding and leading and, you know, where you know that you know that you know that he's speaking and that he's, yeah, just, um, he's got the pen. <laughs> he's got the pen and um, just leaving it in his hands and just looking forward to more adventures together and with him. That's just awesome. That just warms my heart. <laughs> it, it, it's good. I mean, this is so beautiful. You know, especially when you know God is, you know, of course he's all up in our business. But, you know, sometimes, you know, we kind of block God out. But just when we open the door and just say, okay, God, just come on in. Do whatever it is you need to do here. Because I can't, you know. And, um. I was just kind of, just really like when I first got on and um, that first song, um, the battle belongs to him, and it, you know, victory belongs to Jesus. It's just like, why do I strive? Why do I, you know, it's 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 already his thing. Just give it to us, you know? Yes. Yes. I mean, I felt like we was just going to start crying right before I got on. He was like, oh, why do I, why do I just <laughs> try to fight, you know, against, you know, you know, relying on his eyes, just, you know, giving it to him. Yeah, and, and so it's like sometimes it seems like if I end up in some places that look similar to where you were before, and I'm like, well, I'm like, why am I in this place? You know, did I not learn? You know, and sometimes it's just, I believe a process of God strengthening you through those things to help you understand, you know, you got to be strengthened. These, these are muscle-building experiences, you know, spiritually uh, being built, you know, in the spirit by enduring this stuff. And there's nothing major, major happened. It's just like I'm just in place like, okay, God, I just got to, you know, I trust you. I got to keep trusting you. I can't stop trusting you. You know, kind of keep keep going forward. So, so encouraging, you all. That was so awesome. Yes, God is good. Yes, He is. He is so good. And uh, we're just the beginning of this beautiful season that we will, you know, be celebrating as good every day. But, you know, I I find it very disturbing to me now. More and more, like I said, I don't watch TV a lot, but it looks like I turn on television around this time of year. It's just more and more they're just trying to take Christ out of the season. I'm like, I'm just part of it. It's just like all of the stuff that they're talking about is just like they're just really trying to remove Christ out of the season. So it's not what it used to be. But anyway, that's another show. 
Okay. Jen? really 
wants us to just really depend on him and trust that he's got things handled and, you know, not just worry, you know. Um, mm-hmm. He's got us and he's faithful and he's um, true and yep. can be trusted. So, yeah. Well, that's exactly what that woman was saying, and I just kept, just kept going over and over in my mind about that we just have to, you know, just release it and just oppress. You know, that's the biggest thing that happens where we, we, we draw in this this thing, this, these feelings of and then to, like, make you feel overwhelmed or anxious is when we get to fret over stuff, you know. It just opens the door. So that's what, you know, sometimes I just have to, like, mm-hmm. we're not going to fret over anything. Uh, we just, <laughs> I just have to, no, I'm not. I don't know how you're going to do with that. I don't know what door you're going to open, but I cannot fret over this, you know. And I'm like, you know my story from the beginning and you know the end. And um, you know where I've been. So, no matter, I mean, there's, you know, just things that just seems like, of course, out of your control. And um, But we can't fret over it. We have to really... Um, I don't know what happened to my teacher with words walk up. Come back. Are you still there? Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't see any more callers. Okay, there's my page. It came back. But, um, you know, it's so encouraging. So encouraging. So is there anything in particular you all want to care for? Or you just want to, like, share and get I, involved? I mean, walk with God? I doubt it. Yeah. Oh, what jumped out to me is just that, you know, that God would continue to align us with himself and with each other and that he would continue to, you know, keep us in his will, show us, you know, what he has done in many ways, show us step by step. And Jennifer was going back through some notes that she'd written over the past, you know, in the, two, the two years we were together and some prior, and she was going through some of that stuff. She goes, so with something specific or things specific that she had been asking him for, talking to him about, and she's like, he'd already answered him. I looked back at my notes, and he was showing me this and this and this, and here I was going back and asking him pretty much something he'd already answered. But, okay. yeah, so just that he would keep our eyes tuned to, you know, and ears and remembering what he has shown and taught us and spoke to us, um, and he would continue uh, because at the end of the day, and we both agreed on this, that, you know, we are together. We want to be together. Um, he has restored, renewed, and done miracles in our in our relationship. But at the same time, we are in agreement that, you know, we only want his will. And if it's his will for us to be together, which we truly believe it is, and he's shown that, but it's only if it's his will. We don't want to get ahead of him. We don't want to step behind um, and if he were to ever say, it's not my will, that we would have the knowledge and the strength to say, I'm standing on what God says, and this is not what he wants us to do, so we got to do this. Which I don't believe that that's anywhere in the cards, but again, just uh, just that he would continue to do what he's doing, and we would be uh, humble 
and wise enough to hear and act on what he shows and tells us. Mm-hmm. Amen. So it's been two years? It's been two years. Almost, it'll be two years in January. Wow. Wow. Man, that's time really moves. And as you were talking, I saw like a, a ball of twine. I heard the words intertwined, like meant to be um, an intertwining. Because you, you're both, um, you're with God, you're walking with God. But of course, and you know, I mean, even in the natural, it has to be an intertwining of those things. And I saw like this ball of, of twine that just was like, and you think about it, you look at all the lines, you have a hard time kind of separating out the individual, you know, pieces of the twine because it's so interwoven. And that's kind of like what I was seeing as you were talking. And that, you know, the foundation to build on is already there. It's just, it's just the intertwining. And so, God, we thank you. Mm-hmm. Because we think about, you know, becoming as one. You know, a person brings one thing in, you know, who they are. And then a person brings their part in, that's who they are. But then there is an intertwining so that what you do complements that person and what that person does complements you. And that's the biggest battle that seems to be in relationship is yielding to the intertwining as one. Because not to say we're not to have our own individuality, of course we are, because God made us that way. But that God spiritually will begin to intertwine you where the complement of other in a sense where it's you, but it will be so intertwined. It will be like one. So, Lord, we just thank you for that. We thank you, Lord, that only you can do that and that you will work in and through this relationship in a supernatural manner, that they won't have a question because they know only this intertwining can be done by the Spirit of God. <laughs> it won't be anything that they thought of, no five plan. No. <laughs> it will be done in such a way that they will know that the hand of the Lord is upon it. So Lord, we thank you tonight for the intertwining that will cause them to understand this. You know, even I'm just asking God to just magnify certain things in you and in and that you will know that it was that it was God. That this intertwining that God will put his stamp of approval on you will know that it was nothing but God that did it. And so Lord, we thank you. And we give you glory because this is about your glory. This is to show forth your glory in the earth to 
let others know about the God that serves and how magnificent, how awesome he is, how concerned he is with us. Who am I that I would be mindful of? Who is this? Who is the fact that they are so in a place that is mindful of this? So, Lord, we thank you. We bless your name. And we give you glory for the things you've done, the things you're doing, and the things you're about to do. <laughs> glory be to God. Wow, when I said about to do, it's almost a move. He's about to do. My God, nobody's going to be able to do it but God. But I can do it but God. Glory, thank you for that. And we give you glory and honor and praise. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow, that little chapel um, when I went there last week, God had me like three things down, um, kind of on the altar there, and um, there's like these, you know, fake ficus trees or whatever, and the the trunk, you know how it's got like the wood is like all intertwined. Mm-hmm. Um, he specifically told me to put the, the items that he had asked me to lay down. And, and one of those items was a photo of Greg and I. They told me to put that in there or that in, in the intertwining. That that was oh, the word yeah, he yeah. used. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Because the brand, the the trunk was intertwined with these like vines, and that's exactly where he told me to place everything. So that really spoke to me. Yeah, wow. I mean, I saw that. You know, like that the intertwining. You know, that that's that's oh. major. Yeah. Thank that's you, God. Yeah. That's all in this. I mean, you know, guys, you know, um, you know, what can you say? There's a lot you say when God said it all, you know. What can you say? When God is speaking, you know, know, this is kind of like that commercial, when he has time to speak, you know, everybody just kind of, you know, this is what he has to say. Mm-hmm. 
I, I just heard um, like a chord of three strands, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, yeah. Well, he is. He is that chord that is causing right. the inner plane to be exactly who it should be. Definitely. Well, you know, and so you all understand that. You recognize that. And, um, um, you have to rely on, on God's you know, direction. I mean, in any relationship, uh, of course, it has to be, you know, God directing. I mean, this with anything. We need that for everything. And, of course, in, in relationships like yours, it, it has to be that way. But you understand that. You understand yeah. that? You both understand that. I don't think either one of you all don't understand the importance of that. That's crucial. But when people okay. have understanding of that, yeah, and go into that with that, you know, the same knowledge, the same desire, you know, God being there to do the intertwining, I mean, what else? I mean, Having two walk together unless they agree. Of course, you're in agreement with that. You're in agreement. So that's awesome. You know, you don't find it too often that, I mean, especially in our world, that you can actually come across someone who's actually walking at that place of agreement to understand the importance of that. That's the fabric that makes everything work. And it's tiny. Even with just a spell, oh, that's awesome. I just felt like with cloth, they are trying to the knitting together of something of a material. In order for the material to function together as one, don't have to be intertwined together. I mean, I'm looking here at my holidays. Well, I guess you just think of them. <laughs> I'm putting up my Christmas stuff. I'm looking here at these beautifully woven placemats that have, you know, intertwined in them threads of gold intertwined in this. The placemat could not uh, work separate from the intertwining of these fabrics and threads together to complete the thing that's in front of you. It won't work. It won't be an item that would be useful because it would be in this way if it wasn't intertwined with each other to function as one. This thing in front of me has to function as one piece in order for it to function properly. If it's not connected and intertwined in the manner to do so, it has no purpose. that is not set in position to function in a way that it should. It has to be intertwined. And I sense that with something that I feel like the Lord wants me to say to you. What God has for you, together, 
it has to be a strategic intertwining to accomplish that which he put you here to do because it's functioning as one and not as three pieces over here. Yes, this is still going to be a whole thread over here myself, but it's not going to be able to function in the fashion with this particular garment how it's intertwined in here with the rest of the black and the white and the other, the red. It won't function. So, almost like I said, to just say, this is a twining. It's going to be like, it's almost like your purpose. <laughs> like your purpose. You know, if you're going to get married, you know, it's your purpose that is so significant in this because the intertwining is all connected with each other to do what I have to you to do. That's making sense. But, yeah. I'm to me. Unity was a big word that he gave me, and um, I feel like that intertwining is, you know, what that intertwining brings unity. Oh, definitely. Because you can't have unity unless it's intertwined. Right. You know, that means you're together. You know, what people really demonstrate unity is like a lot of They intertwined with each other. They lock together to show we're intertwined together. We're staying together in unity. Wow. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you. Oh, I guess we're very quiet here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's so quiet. I don't know. Well, he he drove home uh, today. He's had a. You know, long. He just got home not too long ago. He just drove home from North Carolina. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. We've got. Could have done. Don't worry, mother over here too. It's, I don't know if it's going to stop raining, but it's been raining. Oh, well, Jen, that's very exciting. Thank, Thank you so much. Are you welcome, Jen? Be blessed, and yep. we look forward to talking to you again. And you uh, as well. Yeah, I'll be talking to you all again, probably not next weekend, but maybe the weekend after that. So be blessed. And we Thank you. you we'll look forward to what God's going to do. Amen. All right. Yes. I'll talk to you again. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Good night. All right. Amen. That's awesome. That's just awesome. That is just awesome. Um, one moment. Mm. Okay, let's see. Let's go here. One moment. All right, let's see. Let's go down here to 518. 
Hi, thank you. For, hi, Angela Joy. How are you? Good. And this is Valerie. Valerie. Yeah. How are you, Valerie? Where are you calling from? I'm in New York State. I'm okay, in New York. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Well, pray over you. Anything you want to share um, with us? And I know you're um, a particular huh? prayer request to ask. Be happy to believe and stand with you on that. Hallelujah. Let me just pray for you first. Thank you, Lord, for Valerie. Thank you, Lord, for. Mm, the drumbeat of her heart. Thank you, Lord, for being like I, I say, I don't know what they are. It's just like tools in your hand. It's like something that God has placed something in your hand. I can't specifically say what it, what it is or what it's for, but it's almost like I sense that God has given you an ability to, like, um, have something in your hand to. What am I saying here? Something in your hand. And it's almost like I want to say that you don't walk to the same drumbeat as others do. That God has put something in you specifically that he wants you to use for him. And not just for, of course, it's for him, but it's also for your life your direction, for your instruction, for you to know that, you know, God has caused you to walk to a different zombie than some others. And that even in that, you know, it's like he's giving you something in your hand that will keep you, I don't even know how to put it, and so it's sort of like, it's kind of a apart and that you just the walk is, is different and sometimes people don't understand but mm-hmm. it's something that God has given you that you walk with that with an instrument in your hand that leads and guides you to stay in step with God to stay in step with him to not you know be drawn away to on the bandwagon, but you got your own. That's what God has orchestrated you to do, and not to be drawn away. It's, it's something inside you God has given you that you you do this according to this is going to be. You don't worry about what somebody else is doing, but according to what I put in your hands to do. This is your assignment. This is your step. This these steps and this thing to be ordered by me. And so, and not to be so concerned and thrown off by what's going on other places and around you, but what God has put on the inside of you that will lead direct and cause you to step according to the step and drum of Him who has put that in you. So, Lord, we thank you tonight that she will understand that she must march according to the drumbeat of the Spirit of God and not the drumbeat of somebody else. Not to be drawn away, not to be not to be stuck with the step with the, the step that God has has ordered you to take. But you'll march according to that. And that alone 
your own drumbeat. Glory be to God. Your own following through with the case that God wants. We thank you. We thank you as Valerie will grab hold of that. And when sounds and other things try to draw her away from that which you put in her to follow through with that drumbeat, she won't be pulled away. She will continue to march according to the way you have her to march. You've given her the marching order. You've given her the beat to march to the world. And she has confidence in who her God is and how he orders her steps and how he directs her path and how he gives the direction for the things she has to do according to the drumbeat that's on the inside of her. We give you glory for it, God, because we know you're God. No one greater, no one bigger. You're God. You put that in her. You put the instruments and tools in her hand. And so we give you glory for it. We thank you. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So how are you doing tonight, Valerie? Me? I'm okay. Um, thank you so much for that. I really appreciate that. Um, I'm, you know, it's funny you mentioned March to a different drum. And I always say I march to the beat of a different drum. I, I march differently, you know. So that was, um, yeah, definitely um Wow. Um, I was I feel like I'm, I don't know how else to put this scale right now. Um, I, you know, I have a lot of faith in the Lord. And I know you're supposed to give everything to him, and I try, but I'm one of those people I worry. So I give it to him, I take it back. I give it to him, I take it back. So I'm like, he's got to be up there going, giving me that virtual hit over the head with, like, a pillow, going, when is this girl ever going to get it? Come on. You know, and he's just shaking his head at me, going, oh, come on, girl. So, um, you know, he, he's he's my personal savior. I love him. And but I don't always hear him. I try. I'm like, God, just come sit with me five minutes in person. Tell me everything I need to know so I can hear you. But I I try to listen with my ears and my heart, and I think I get a lot of it. I just um I feel like I have a I don't know if I want to say a war going on inside of me. I I'm very blessed in my life. Um, I do suffer with an illness that kind of, you know, can be awkward sometimes, um, mm-hmm. but, but um, you know, I, I I have a heavy, some things that are heavy on my heart, um, you know, trying trying to fix a situation with, with someone, and I, well, right. God can fix it, I can't fix it, mm-hmm. um, and you know, work and I struggle with work and just my whole life has 
I don't, well, I don't think it's right to say my whole life is a struggle, but my illness makes my life a struggle. But I also know God's got me. And Mm -hmm. um, so I just, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's okay to say I feel like a mess, but kind of. But I still keep my faith and... I mean, my, I'm sure they're all felt like a mess at times. You know? You are? Um, yeah, I'm sure all of us felt like a mess at times. And um, I have you know, felt like a mess recently. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I felt like a mess is that there's a bunch of mess trying to take over me. Like, you know what? You just have to, you know... And it's interesting how you're saying that because that was the whole gist of what I felt the Lord wanted to say tonight when, um, you know, I've been talking a lot. I don't know if you heard from the beginning of the show. You know, talking about, um, you know, someone uh, I saw just popped up on on social media one day and something came up that this woman just was like, in your face, he said these few words and he was gone. And it was basically, you know, why, why are you fresh? You know, what's up? You know, don't you know God is who he says that he is? I mean, if you right. would just, um, if you would just stand still and know that God is who he says that he is and stop, you know, don't fret, you would be a whole lot more happy to manifest in your life if you would just take on that attitude and not be moved, and don't fret. And then the things that you're fretting about, you know, you'll see things happen for your benefit when you stop fretting because what it's doing is showing that you don't trust God. So basically, if we could just walk in that place, and I know it's hard, you know, but if we basically should say you can walk in that place with knowing without a doubt that God is God. He's going to do what he's he's going to do, but every time you fret, you're causing mm-hmm. yourself anguish. That's unnecessary. Right. Because right. if it's God, and you say that he's God, why you know, yeah. you either believe that he's God or you don't. You either believe he can do the miraculous or you won't. You either believe God
I rarely have anything on my house in on in my house unless it is worship music or I'm listening to you know Christian radio. I don't I like today was a rainy day here in Georgia. So I had my granddaughter over earlier and I had her painting some stuff for Christmas and little stuff we're gonna use for when we get to my son's house for Christmas and um the only time, I mean, the television was on. I think she was watching and watching Family Feud or something. I don't know. She had that was on. They had all those games on there. So I had that on. But other than that, she hadn't been here. My house is since Dallas. Why? I'm trying to hear God. I'm trying to hear Valerie, I got to hear God. I have to hear God. I I... I've got to hear God, Valerie. That that my life depends on me hearing God. Right, amen. I mean, to the point where I don't like a whole lot of noise and you know sounds, you know, playing that disrupt my spirit. Where I can't hear God, I gotta hear God. My life depends on hearing from God, Valerie. That's how I live my life. I don't need to hear the latest thing on the news. I gotta hear God. God, yes. So, <laughs> you know, I was thinking, I was like, man, I don't know, you know, I, you know, funeral worse than me, somebody, you know, can. And I was like, well, you know, I don't know, because I like my quiet. I like to hear from you. Be sitting at the kitchen sink, and while I'm doing something there, all of a sudden you just drop a little sweet nugget in my ear. I need to be able to receive it. I need to, when I'm out in my backyard, you know, doing something, I want to be able to not miss nothing from you. I'm in, in here straightening up the bed, or I need to hear from you, God. There's not a time, Valerie, in the 24 hours of the day that I need to miss what God is saying to me. That's just how important he is. That's his I can't afford to miss God speaking to me. Amen to that. Okay. So, that's how I mean, and you know what? This is a season that I'm in. Still a little bit of a season, but that's just in the. That's the season I'm in. But that's the season I gotta be in right now to hear from God. Oh, I have company come over. I've got two sons here in this area. Got five grandkids. One son out in another state, Wisconsin. Usually, until maybe a few weeks ago, they're at my house every Sunday because I make sure I buy some food to feed everybody on Sunday. That's my that's my gift to you. If I don't give you something during the week, or I don't talk to you, or we don't converse, I need to have you have a meal. You know, we need to kind of see how each other are doing on a Sunday. So what I do, I buy enough groceries that stack in the freezer so that. On Sunday, I'm not asking you to bring anything except for your box. Come here. 
you know. And I have them around me. And we can learn. And we can And that's my fellowship. And back on Monday, it's me and God. Except for the except for the four days that work ten hours a day for this me from home that I've got to listen to people complaining about everything from a poster to that I'm not gonna take care of to a five thousand dollar refrigerator. So but you know, other than that, God. Let me ask. Mm-hmm. Sorry. How? Mm-hmm. Like I said, I, I try to listen and I try to hear, you know, what I'm being told with my ears and my heart. But right. this might, how do you always know what you're, how do you know, okay, I feel kind of, I don't know if dumb is the right word, but. How do you know what's coming from him, like what you're hearing? How do you, does that kind of make sense of the question? Well, I don't know, because I just have, I'm just at that place with God. I mean, I've been, I came to the Lord, I believe, as a very small child. I didn't understand what was going on, and then at 14, I came, you know, I made an outward statement of my faith. And then kind of drifted away a little bit, not too much away, but and then in my mid-20s, I really got in. I'm an old woman now. I've been walking with God since from that point of mid-20s, 40-something years. So I've seen him take me through valleys, mountains, and I made a habit recently. I don't, I mean, I have a habit of opening my mouth and saying things, but then the Lord said to me, be careful even when you verbalize, even alone, you know, if you just absorb something else, because the enemy's always listening. And so I'm making a habit now that I won't give stuff out as much. I keep it in terms of God said something to me or I believe it's the Lord or there's something I'm thinking about and I'm asking the Lord about. I try not to give the enemy any indication of what I'm talking to God about in my heart. No indication whatsoever. None. Because he'll have a way of trying to come in there and just part or change or, you know, just, you know, get in there and know. So, the reason I think I know when the Lord is speaking to me is because I don't verbalize anything out about certain things or talk to people about it. It's just me talking to God in my spirit. So when when the answer comes, then I know there was no interference because the enemy didn't know what I was talking to God about in my heart. I didn't talk about anybody about it to anybody, so the enemy couldn't get wind of it that way. The only way that he could, they could have gotten that information and had released it into the atmosphere. I tried not to. It's just me and God in my heart having a conversation. And then when the manifestation comes or something happens and he answered me, I know it has to be God because he didn't blend of it. It was just me and God. Ah. Uh, hey. That makes sense. Yeah. 
learned the hard way. I've gone through a lot. Didn't know. I don't have to talk. I don't have a whole lot of people I talk to. But some of the people that I do talk to is probably information of receipts. So I have to learn the hard way. So I keep my mouth shut. Even alone in this house. I don't say anything. I'm learning. And I've always been this way. But I've learned. Me and God, we talk by the Spirit. I talk to Him by my Spirit. I don't open my mouth and say it. And when the answer comes, I'm going to release that to Him through the Spirit. And he didn't know it. Nobody in the natural knew it. But when the answer comes, I know it's God. Okay. That, that I understand. I, I, I always say, you know, people ask me, do you pray? And I always say I have a prayer going in my head a lot, if that makes sense. You know, I, I, I may not sit and pray out loud, but it's like I have a prayer just going in my head a lot. So, Do you pray in the spirit? Do I pray in the spirit? Do you speak in tongues? Um, oh, no, I don't. Okay. So that's another thing that I do that, of course, the enemy doesn't know what I'm talking about. So he can't get the wind of it and take it and run with it because he doesn't know what I'm saying. Only the spirit of God knows what I'm saying. So I do verbalize that out loud. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can so, Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I was going to say, can everybody speak in tongues, or is it the Holy Spirit coming through you? I believe it's the desire that everyone speak in tongues. I'm you sorry, know? say that one more. I believe it's the will that everyone speaks in tongues. I mean, I believe it's the thing with all. I mean, we are, I mean, do you have a desire? Speak in the spirit. I'm sorry. You're breaking up a little. I'm so sorry. Well, you're fine. I don't know what's wrong with this one. I was just saying, do you have a desire to speak in? I would be. I would be. Yes. That would. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to just believe that. I mean, if you desire. To speak in tongues. Mm-hmm. I don't believe there's anything that would be denied of you. You know, let me tell you how I got there, and then I'll pray with you. Okay. I remember. Mm-hmm. Right after the 20s, I was going to this church. Mm-hmm. And I remember that. Um, there was this, the Lord had told me that came when I started going to this church that. It would not be the church I would stay in. He would build a foundation, you know, in me through the word that would be released in the church. And so I remember that it was this um, evangelist that used to travel in Florida. I think he was from Florida, too. I'm from Florida. I'm from Orlando. But anyway, he was, um, I forgot what part of Florida he was from. But his last name was Fuck the Grove. And I remember this church that I went to 
he came a few times while I was going there, and, you know, he would lay his, I mean, this was all kind of new for me. And I grew up in a Methodist church, and it got rid of the pastor that I've committed my life to the Lord under when I was 14 because he preached without any hallelujah. So they got rid of him. So anyway, um, then I was going to this other, then when I was moving to Tweed, I started going to this church that they believed in the gifts of the Spirit and they believed in praying in the Spirit, you know, and unknown tongues and all of that. So I, so I was like, oh, wow, you know, so I'm like, I would like to, I like that, you know. So, and, you know, whenever he come, I think he came like three times, like, when I was there. And I remember, like, on the first and second time, I think it was the first time he came. You know, he was like, anybody want to, you know, they want to, you know, give me in time. And I was like, yeah, so I go up, nothing happened. I'm extremely disappointed. So, mm-hmm. let's see. Let and my computer died. Hold on. Yes, for some strange reason. Hold on. Hold on. Charging. All right. So anyway, I was like, um, I want that, you know, whatever that I believe that I needed, you know. So anyway, I went up for prayer and I didn't um, intercede. Revival was over. 
and he came to that church and knocked on the door, and there I was. And wow. when he walked in the door, he said, I'm here to pray with you to receive the gift. And immediately, he placed hands on me. I began to speak in unknown tongues. Oh, wow. Just all that I wanted. Hallelujah to that. It's so valuable. It's available to you. And you go to a church that, you know, believes in the gifts of the Spirit and and speaks in unknown tongues? Well, I, I, okay. I had gone to church. I grew up going to church. And then, you know, when I got older, I kind of drifted. And then I, in my 20s, I started, I went back. And I went, no pun intended, I went religiously. Um, You know, I went every Sunday. And I worked on Sunday. I went to the evening mass. And I worked, and I basically said, if my replacement is not here by the time I need to leave, you're going to have no one here. I have to go to church. So, and I worked at a bar. I was a bartender and um, I went to church. I went to church and then I got into a relationship and, you know, I still had my faith and I stopped, I did stop going to church and it's been many years now. i tried to go to different churches over time but didn't feel like there was I, I guess I couldn't find but the one thing I have a problem with as far as I go I'm a very real person you won't find <clears throat> you won't find any fake about me and you know I, I say what I have to say I have to learn to work on that very hard though because um i guess it's not always right so i'm i'm thinking and learning and asking god to help me with that but one thing i find about church you go to church everybody's nice you know you you hear god's message but then people walk away and what do they do this is, you know this about this one, and you know about that one, and mm-hmm. this is, this is, and, and I say, mm-hmm. why don't I have, just have my own personal relationship with God, but do I need to go to a place where, sadly, there are a lot of fake, I'm just going to put it out there, a lot of fake people. Um, so I struggle, I mean, maybe it's all wrong for me to say, but I guess I struggle with that because. I, I don't like fake at all. I, I, I have a really hard time with it. Oh, I understand that. I mean, and, and definitely not trying to say anyone who doesn't like religiously go to church and have a relationship with God by no means. So I understand that totally. I mean, I'm in agreement. So I'm pretty much like you are. I have to watch what I say because I'm very like in your face kind of person. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am like that. And- yeah, especially when it comes to the things of God. I'm, I mean, that's basically it. That's my life. So then you can understand what I'm saying about the quietness. Why, I mean, I I have to have a relationship that I can hear from my God. I have to hear from my God. 
like, I need air. I need him like I need water. I have to have the Lord talking to me. And I need to shut shut everything down so that he can speak. I have to do that. So I'm going to pray for you right now concerning the gift of speaking in tongues. And I just, I, I, I like to talk to people because I like to see what their mindset is about. And has anyone ever prayed over you to receive the spirit of speaking in tongues? I had one person years ago pray over me. Okay. Let me ask you something. What do you think you have you have to do to have that gift become evident Maybe. in your life? Keep my stepmom, who's very I I I don't like the word religious. I I just never, but I call I right. say faith filled. She goes to church. She'll wake up early in the morning and pray and pray for hours. And um, she always says, "Thou just go after God. Just keep going after Him. Just keep going after Him." Meaning, you know, just keep talking to Him, keep praying, yeah. and you know, and I I guess that's. Maybe what I need to continue to do, and I I do falter, you know, um, but I try very hard mm-hmm. to do. But I mean, is church a necessity? If can you have your own relationship with God and not go to church? I mean, does have your own relationship? <laughs> but you know what? I told my son this because he's kind of like. Mm-hmm. And I told him the reason I go to church. And I had, you know, I don't want to get into that per se, but I'm involved with church. I'm not a member of the church. It's a huge organization. And uh, Church of God. So the church that I go to is Church of God. I'm not a member there. I don't plan on being a member there. But I've been with them off and on for about 10, 15 years. You know, younger. Yeah, I moved to this area because my ex-husband came here. We started a ministry. He was a pastor of church. Okay, so um, these people became very involved with my life, and and they basically became my comfort. I mean, they loved me, and they became very good friends. You know, in fact, was a pastor's wife. Oh, shit. I texted you earlier today because we're, we're both feeling this thing about something in the atmosphere, some gist, and she wants to start have us pray Thursday together, and then every Monday night we usually get on a conference line and we pray. So, I mean, I, I, I don't – I, she pretty much knows I'm not going to join a denomination. I'm not, I don't really feel led to do that, but I love fellowshipping. All that, and they just – you know, whether I'm on the – the member list or not, I'm welcomed in and I participate. But I have to be free to do what God called me to do. So mm-hmm. she doesn't come on here and listen to me. <laughs> she doesn't come on here prayer. I'm doing what God called me to do. There is right. a denomination. And what I do may not fit into their denomination. But I love the mm-hmm. it. I love hanging out with them and being around the people of God. That's the most important thing I believe church is for. We are the church, you know. We need 
you are with the saints of God, and we have a like-mindedness, different from worshiping with the world. And we need each other because we're a, we're a body. And of course, the things that people are very true. There are people who have, you know, those type of mindsets, that's what they go to church for. I avoid those things. This is the church that I do go to and attend. I can say, for the most part, this is all church. Are trying to do the best they can. I'd say 99.9% of them to try what I can see by being there in their company, trying to live this thing out the best way they can. I don't hear any positive things. I don't hear. You know what I'm saying? So I found a place that they're not perfect. I've seen and heard, and I don't like. But we're all going through this. That we encourage each other in the things of God. And that's why it's so important to be connected a lot of times. If, if you, you know, we're all in different stages. But to have the encouragement of a solid believer that can believe and stand with you. If you don't agree on everything, it's fine. But overall, I know they're praying for me. I'm praying for them. And we're basically on the same as far as our belief in God. And it's so encouraging to know that I can call her and say, hey, I had this dream, you know, uh, the night, and um, I'm feeling God is doing something. She was like, yeah, I had to say, you know, so, so beautiful. You know that when God is speaking to you, I can reach out to this person and say, hey, you said what? I felt the same thing too. So that's why we're going to be praying on Thursday. Because she said, I was telling her that I felt something, you know, going on in the area and just certain thing. And she's like, wow. And then she texts back and she's got a couple other women and we're all going to meet Thursday to pray about this particular thing. And that's so what we need in the body of Christ. You know? Because right. that's what we're here for. And I've been blessed. I have to say, I've been blessed to have that. I stay away from certain things and certain elements of birthday worship because I know pretty much what's going on. I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in people who are after God, like I'm after God. And God has blessed me where I've found that. I have to go there, deliver, mm-hmm. and I'm a member of the body of Christ. And that's all they really care about is that I'm a member of the body of Christ. And we're in this thing together. So I can say, Valerie, I have been truly blessed in that area. God has been good. So I want to pray over you concerning the gift of speaking in tongues. Hallelujah. Lord, we just thank you tonight. Hallelujah. Valerie, can you pray? Just start praying. Start praying. And now, well. You don't feel comfortable doing so. You oh, don't oh no, I didn't. Yes, I can. I can. Any prayer? Well, I want you to ask God to give you the gift you're asking for. And I want to believe with you. Okay. He will. Because it's his desire. I don't believe he wants to withhold it from you or anything like that. You begin to pray. I'll pray with me. Thank you. Father God, I thank you for my day and my life. 
and all the wonderful blessings you give me. I ask that you please continue to watch over me and my family, and please help me to see how you want me to live my life and the path you want me to walk on. And please give me the gift of being able to speak in tongues and allow me to um, have the Holy Spirit come through me and um, help me to help others. Uh, Lord, I love you and I thank you and I ask all of this in your name. Amen. Lord, we just thank you for that, Lorraine. Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, that you will loosen her tongue, that you will allow her to just walk in a freedom of flow in you through the Spirit of God and cause her to just desire you to the point that even as she opens her mouth, you will speak through it and for her. So, Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus, as she begins to pray daily, and believe you that God, as she begins to pray, that her language will begin to change. And she won't be afraid that it's changing. She will understand that it's you coming in and through her, that she would have this gift that you desire her to have. So, Lord, we thank you for Valerie tonight. We thank you, Lord, for the power and the glory of God to rest on her, for the anointing of God to saturate her, hallelujah, that she will be able to access the blessings and benefits of all that you have for her and that she will be able to expound on that even in the heavenly that she desires to have. So, Valerie, I'm not going to cause you to say anything you don't feel like you need to say, but I would say have freedom that when you begin to just release words out of your mouth, if it doesn't even sound right, don't worry about it. And just begin mm. to continue to, like, speak what you feel the Spirit is rising up through you to speak and release it. It doesn't matter what it sounds like. Just know that God will rest you. And if it's the desire that you have, he wants to give it to you. So God will thank you for that. We thank you. We bless your name, Father. And we give you glory. Rest on her tonight. Give her peace. Something to do with that drum gallery. That has that that is mm, that connects right with this. It's almost like, yes, you are to walk 
like, because you brought that word religion a few times. And it's like you've been, you have been called out of that. You don't like that. You, you've said it. You've verbalized it. He's calling you out from that. Or he's you apart. That's connected to the zombie. That connects to you walking differently from the religious thing. You already talked uh, about it. Yes. And so it's almost like this is to do this in you to call you out from what tradition has tried to pour in you. Ha. Let it be. Uh. Let it be so. Because you don't like that. You don't like that religious, mundane, tradition uh, type. Keep people locked up, tied up, and strapped up. You don't like that. Right. You want to be free. Yes. Love and serve God. And that's why the drug beads differ for you. That's why you hear a different drug. That's why God has been speaking with you uh, concerning that. Because, yes, it is different. It's not only different. It's relationship with the Father. Amen. It's relationship with the Son and the Holy Spirit. So, Lord, I pray. And anything in your quiet time, I want you to just, you know, I just sense that the words are going to come to you. And as you hear them, as you, because you've already kind of given me an insight, you, you want to hear, you want to listen to what God is saying. As you hear these, these things coming to you, these words, begin to verbalize them. And as you verbalize them, it's going to continue to bubble and come up through you. I feel like you're going to hear the words to speak first. And then you're going to open your mouth and you're going to release them. And from that, you'll grow the language that God will give you to communicate with him. So we thank you for that, God. And we glorify you. Because she wants to be called out and set apart from the religious, but to be connected to the Spirit of God wants to flow through her. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah.
they're having a soccer championship. They, they are the district champion for our area. We will be going to Athens to compete with four teams from four different districts in Georgia. He's seven wow. years old. Yeah, and so um, at a game at 5 o'clock on next Friday, then we have a game at, we have three games Saturday. The last one is at 7 o'clock on Saturday, next Saturday night. So I won't be coming back until Sunday. So, yeah, and he is, uh, I'm a type of mom. <laughs> I did. I know. Wow. Wow, God bless. That's wonderful. My, I had um, all my nieces and nephews were very avid soccer players as well, and um, on three three teams at a time, or you know, in yeah. big tournaments. Um, so I wish him and his team the very best of luck, and well, I wish you safe travels. I appreciate that. Well, yeah. I've been doing this. I did it with his dad. His dad started at age three, and I, but I mean, at that time we were in Florida. Up here, soccer is kind of grown. It wasn't like that when we first moved up here. I've been up here 24 years, and um, but yeah, it's grown and, and yeah, there's district champions for our area, so we get to go and experience the excitement of the game. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Well. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much. I really needed this. I'm so glad. I thought maybe after your first caller, you you just either didn't know you had other callers or maybe you just weren't really taking other calls. And it happens sometimes, you know. No, I'm usually always here until 2 a.m. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, wow. Um, But, God, you know, God bless you for doing what you do and, I'm truly so, I'm so happy and feel so caught your show. Um, I will definitely be listening, you know, from now on when I can, if I'm awake. And um, okay. I just feel so much more at peace. Oh, let me ask you a question. How did you find out about this uh, Break Network? Um, I, I worked on Blog Talk um, and... I, you know, saw your your show as I was just going through, and I said, okay. I kind of felt like it was God reaching out to me to say, listen, and um, oh, so. Um, let me tell you about the, the format here. So, first of all, I'm usually here on Sunday night, and okay. um, we have people coming in throughout the week, so uh, it's I'm trying to remember who's on when. But anyway, Randy Chandler, who is the founder, he is on Monday through Thursday. Um, so, you know, he's in Texas. So he comes on, you know, 9 Central Time, 10 Eastern. The same number. I mean, no, it's a different number, actually. Um, what is Randy's number? Hold on, let me get you that. Wait, Wait a minute, minute. Randy? Randy Chandler, right? Robert Randy? Um, Does he have no open before? I I believe I've um listened and spoken with him actually. Okay, so this is Professor 
Grace Network. This is his, you know, the platform he set up, and he's on during, during the week. So he has ministers that come on before him during the week, and then um, then people, someone's on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I usually do Sundays. So I've basically been, you know, following and been a part of what, Listening, I didn't start doing the show until maybe about five years ago, but um, since he started, which is about 14 years ago. So, yeah, Prophet Randy is, uh, his number, which was probably in con, is uh, 319-527-6737. Okay. So he'll be on tomorrow, um, Tuesday. Wednesday, you call in on Wednesday night, and he doesn't really talk to you per se. He just gets your name, prays over you, and moves on. He has lots of people that call in on Wednesday, and he, you know, you just tell him your name, he prays over you, and he moves on. Mm-hmm. And then on Thursday night, basically it's um, our offering union night, and he's actually doing a video uh, with that on the webpage, you can do the video, watch the video of Bud on the doorpost where he actually is doing prophetic acts. But, yeah, so all week we're beside the year. So tomorrow night wow. you can talk to him at that number, the 319 number. Okay. All right. Wonderful. Well, thank yeah, you so, so much. You. You're welcome. It's such a pleasure having you. Come on, I just know it was God. <laughs> I yes, it was. I absolutely agree. So mm-hmm. you have a wonderful and blessed night, and God bless you. All right, you too, Valerie. Enjoy and stay nice and dry. <laughs> Enjoy the rain. You too. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Awesome. God is so awesome. I have a, you know, guys, I got to get up early in the morning, too. I get those. I'm going to try to get those tires fixed. Okay, let's go to um, 240482. Where are you calling from? Um, good evening, or is it good morning? It's good morning. This is uh, Valerie number two from North Carolina. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, Valerie, Valerie again. <laughs> I was yeah. speaking with Valerie from New York, so now we've got Valerie from North Carolina. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord Jesus, we just ask that you just speak for today. Lord, we thank you for Valerie. We thank you, Lord, for the things that you're doing. We thank you for the things that you done. Thank you for the things that you're about to do. We thank you for the gift that you're going to present to Valerie. I see, like, you know, like this red bow, you know. And when I saw the bow, I kind of thought of a gift. And, uh, of course, we're in the season. And it's almost like there, you know, there are gifts that God desires for you to explore in and through him, Valerie, you know. Um, it's almost like I feel like I said I want to present her, you know, with you because it's almost like you know 
know, when you when you are uh, so when somebody likes you and you know, like them, you know, I would like to bless them, you know. It's almost like I see God saying, I see God, you know. And there's some things that you know going on and going on. I just want to gift her. I just want to gift her. And I want her to know it's me that's gifting her. Because sometimes in the walk, in the picture of life, sometimes you just walk through life and you just feel not appreciated. You know, just not appreciated. For all that you do, all that you put aside, all that you sacrifice, all that you've done, even when you didn't feel like smiling, you kept smiling anyway. When you didn't feel like walking, you walked on anyway. When you didn't feel like believing, you just believed anyhow, in spite of what it looks like. I just want to bless her. I just want to gift her. I want her to know it's me that's giving her the gift even of endurance. Oh, my God, grace. So what we thank you tonight, you will minister to her. It may not be a tangible thing. It could be. But we thank you, God, that you see her and you desire to gift her, to bless her with what she has need of and even some of the desires of her heart because she's a faithful but she could have given up. She stayed hateful when the road got up. She kept her eye on the pride. And it didn't even look like it was a prize in sight. So God, we thank you for that. And we thank you for blessing her and for giving her hope. Only you can give her. And that's a gift in itself. We thank you, Pat, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So how are we doing, darling? Uh, I'm doing okay. That, um, you know, it, it. that's definitely how I feel. <laughs> uh, when you were praying, for sure. Um, but just the, what you were saying about the gift of hope, um, I mean, it really is a gift. And, you know, just in the last couple of weeks, um, I've just been thinking and just appreciating that, you know, when the the times were difficult that I was, you know, I, I didn't, uh, my faith wasn't shipwrecked. I didn't fall away. Um, and Amen. Amen. I'm just thankful for that. And I, you know, um, and not in a uh, judgmental way or anything like that. It's kind of like, oh, you know, over time you just see things okay. can happen to people and happen in your life. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know, that's just been kind of a theme recently, just, you know, just staying with the Lord, not, you know, and, and sometimes, you know, it, it's, I don't feel as close as, you know, other times and, 
uh, you know, just go through cycles, I guess. But I uh, am just thankful to continue to walk with him and, uh, you know, just having a desire to know him more and continue to grow my faith. So very thankful. Amen. Amen. Well, I tell you one thing. I don't know. Are you still there? I'm sorry? No, I see you. Hello? Are you there? Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Well, the whole evening, it's been very fuzzy. Like it, Like, it's almost like a muffle. It's a kind of a muffle muffled sound, almost like you're mm-hmm. talking in a tunnel a little bit. Okay, hold on a second. Let me just try something. I hope I haven't lost my board. This computer. Okay. Um, and I don't know, my whole screen has gone black. And I'm not really understanding why. I lost everybody else. Bear with me. Okay. Okay. Oh, I still see power. I don't know why the screen went black. Well, it looks like I may have lost a few people, but the computer still looks like it's charged up. Anyway, yeah, it's been, I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's up to the system. Okay. All right. Well, let me take you off the Okay. Wow. Uh, unfortunately it's about the same. But I can I can wow. understand what you're saying. It's just muffled. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah, go ahead and keep talking. I keep my voice coming back up on the computer. Um, you know, I, I guess uh, one of the things that, you know, it, it was interesting. I guess it was this past week. Um, did you hear about um, Carlton Pearson passing away? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I don't know if I yeah, I don't. He had been in hospital for a while, I think. Oh, really? I see. I didn't know he was sick, but I remember um, back in the early 2000s when he, you know, kind of shifted gears yeah. <laughs> and left the Bible, and uh, you know, saying there wasn't a hell, and then he was, you know, supportive of LGBTQ lifestyle, all these things, and everything. And yeah. you know, it, it's just been. Like for you know, I guess when I look at what what's happened in my own life, I've been just thinking. I, it, it really the last couple of weeks we've been thinking about. I've been thinking about it, and even at church last week we were talking. There, the pastor, my pastor was talking about, um, you know, the delusions falling away. We were uh, going through Second Thessalonians, and you know, just thinking it's like you. You think that I think that I have a solid foundation, but then I look around and I see other people that I think had a solid foundation, mm-hmm. yet they don't seem to be walking with the Lord anymore or 
they don't even believe in God anymore. And it's just I know. it's I'm con I'm it confuses me a little bit and um it also you know it it's a sobering thing. Um, you know, when people you mm-hmm. you think you never think that would happen and it happens and it's just like, Lord, help mm-hmm. me. You know, thank you for keeping me um you know, not through my own strength. I don't know how, but you know, right. I'm just just thankful to be walking with the Lord and just you know, I want to continue. I want to finish the race. And you know, even the word talks about um you know, there'll be falling away, you know, and um wow, it's just you know, you think about a situation like, you know, Carson Pearson. Think about a person who is like, you know, there and saw miracles, you know, like, you know, Oral Roberts like treated him like a son and came up through that, um, you know, that whole uh with, mm-hmm. you know, the school and what, you know, Oral Roberts did and how he helped send him out and launch him into the ministry and things like that. And you see all of that and then you think Wow, you know, that's pretty profound to think that when this person has received pretty much the best of what let's say God has to offer and he walked away. Mhm. Mhm. You know, it's like to then, you know, we have to understand that you know, really God is gonna respect your person and you really don't know what's going on with the person. True. Um, and then a lot of times I look at situations like that and I think we equivalent that with success in God. But is that really mm-hmm. success in God? Or did God allow certain things to happen to show the heart of man? You know? Mm. Yeah. The heart of man. Even with all that, the heart of man was exposed. You know, mm. he didn't even think about Judas. You know, he, he yeah. knew who he was. He knew what he was about. But guess what? He gave him the ability to be over the money. Mm. He was the one that was trusted to carry the finances of the ministry. Mm. Yeah. You know? So, it, yeah, but I heard, you know, like, you know, that's been for, like, a long time, but then walking away. And then, um, I don't know, a friend of mine, I saw something that he put. It really kind of disturbed my spirit. Um, of course, I'm not God, and I can't, you know, I don't really have the ability to say exactly where it was when he died, but from what he said before he died, didn't give me any indication that he thought that Jesus was the way. Because he said, there's this way. I mean, I listened to and, uh, videos of him actually saying, oh, Jesus mm-hmm. was not the only way. So it, we're not basing this on something uh, hearsay. This man professed that Jesus was not the only way. Yeah. I saw someone who was a minister who, I mean, she said, you know, she's somebody I know. Personally, you know, how she would post something that says, appreciate what you did. 
And um, we appreciate what you did. Now, that kind of threw me off. I'm thinking to myself, now, we're not here to send cars and series to hell. And that's not what we're here to do. But we can say that he said there was another way. And that I think the last right. thing I saw was something about there's no heaven, no hell, and whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, how can you walk in agreement with something that you are not to be in agreement with? How could you? I, I mean, it, and it brought back to me the the um, scriptures that refer to it's not how you start the race, it's how you end the race. He could have started, mm-hmm. he started right. So you're, you're talking about let's go back and talk about the folks and what he started. That's not what the Lord is telling us to do. It's how we finish the race. Men will start the race, but they're not going to finish it. We, we're not, our past successes are not going to get us to heaven. It's what we're doing right. now. And I just thought, oh, sweetheart, mm-hmm. here you are professing Jesus, standing on the pulpit, and you're going to talk about what he did? Yeah, we understand what he's saying, and that's all fine and good. And I believe maybe some people came to Jesus because of him. But we can't spend on getting to heaven on what we did. we got to be aggressive and move into that thing and be doing it at the end, not just at the beginning. And yeah. you know, I believe some people are just confused about that. Well, how could you be confused? But the word of God specifically lets us know there is no other way. I am the way, mm-hmm. the truth, and life. Like, how can you deny that and have him right. excused? It's almost like, let's excuse him, even though we know what Jesus said. No, I don't work like that. No. And on top of that, you know, he led people astray. There had to be people that he led astray with his That's teaching. And, you know, even though uh, his church, you know, his church membership dwindled, there were some people that for whatever reason were influenced by his decision. And, you know, who knows where they are right now? I mean, when I when I saw that he passed away, I was like, hmm, Lord, have mercy on him. I, you know, I don't know where he's at. And, you know, it was just it was a sobering thing for me just to think about. Uh, what can happen, you know, mm-hmm. and um, so I'm just, you know, I've just had a, these last several years have just been so challenging for me, and in mm-hmm. spite of that, I am still very thankful for uh, my relationship with the Lord and that he has kept me, and I have uh, stayed the course, and I just, you know, pray that I continue to stay the course and, um, you know, not letting the disappointments and things that, um, you know, don't go the way that I hope they would go, that, that that doesn't cause me to walk away or, you know, have a hardened heart or any of those things. Right, and the thing is, too, Valerie, you desire to stay the course. You're not looking for any way out except for through Jesus. And I think a lot of people get sucked into stuff because they have not been really, I mean, it may have the appearance that they're locked in. Because I just find it very hard for 
know, you'd be lost in God as your source. And then just one day just wake up and say, well, you know, my source, I don't, I don't believe that anymore. I just, I just, you know, and, and, and times get hard. Things get rough. But, you know, mm-hmm. when you are connected by something that you can't even see, it's like you just, I don't know. I, I don't know what could have happened there with Mr. Carlton, <laughs> but thank God he's kept us in you. And I just, you know, there are times that things do get rough, and you just have to just believe God and just study God regardless. And he's just going to be God. He's gonna, I, I, I expect the supernatural intervention of God. I expect God to steal the miracles. I expect him. I mean, I expect that. And it was almost like I was saying earlier to the other caller that I saw that lady talking about that. And with just having that expectation that God is really who he says he is, and that we don't, and if we do truly believe that, it will draw the benefits of God's blessing to us. Because we take it a stand. We're not going to be moved. You know, that's what the word says about being taught to and fro. That's a, that's a, that's someone who's unstable. And the word says, no. You can't, a bad man won't be blessed. No, you won't be. But we come back Mm -hmm. to that place. I mean, our mind might take us there sometimes, but we will always fall back on the understanding that God is who he says he is. He's not like man. He's not going to lie. He's not going to betray us. That's the only thing that has kept me valid through all that I've been through. I've been through a lot. So I, mm-hmm. I can really kind of identify with you in so many ways. But I know God's has still yes. me. And I don't expect him to. I mean, I, like I said, I'm looking at situations now, I'm like, man, here we go again. But it's almost like, mm-mm, I heard that. I saw that lady say, mm-mm, we're not friends. We're not, yeah. we're not going to um, think about it. We don't know God is still faithful. He's going to take care of you. He's going to take care of that. Don't worry about it. You know, use what you can in the natural. But the best is kind of God. And you know that. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like the sense of the Lord was saying to you, because, yeah, you know, like you said, you know, when it looks like, you know, he's giving you the hope, the, the gift of hope, when it, it looked like it could go any other way, but the way you needed it to go, you had hope and you stood. And God saw you through it. And he's going to. He has a sense that he, he's looking at you and saying, you know, she deserves this blessing. I, I, I'm with her. You stay encouraged and continue to be an expectation that God's going to do for you. Yeah, I think I'm missing the expectation. You know, it's kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what you were saying. It's like having the gift of hope and not, um, it, it's kind of been more, Lord, please keep me. Right. Um, versus, Lord, I'm expecting the miraculous. Um, mm-hmm. and so 
so I, I do need, you know, I, I do need my faith to be strengthened in that area. Um, and, yeah, you know, just not allowing key. my faith to be, you know, uh, impacted by circumstances. Understand. Totally. Understand. Yep. You know, an interesting thing happened to me. I'm not going to say too much about it because like I said earlier with the previous call. I'm probably not going to read something out, but something recently happened to me. Um, and um, I was really young. I mean, I was kind of in awe of God, you know. So, um, uh, what he, uh, it's something I desired. And, um, and it was like, you know, nothing really too materialistic. It's something I desired. And, you know, I got, uh, I got someone who came to my door recently, and they were discussing some things with me about this particular thing that I desired. They didn't know they mm-hmm. were. And um, I just saw it as, a, as God. You know, I mean, I had visited, but it was like I desired it. It was like I wasn't putting too much emphasis on it. And then uh, I got someone knocked on my door the other day, and they were talking to me about it. And I thought, hmm, I think this is God. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? It was just like, oh, okay. The interesting thing about it is that. This person had um, worked with my son. Well, he was he's a teacher. So my one of my sons when they were in high school, this particular teacher uh, was over bag classes, and um, mm-hmm. and it, this man didn't even know that that was my son until the other day when he came knocking on my door, and I thought. And then he was talking about me something. And so I was like, God, I know this is you. <laughs> this, this can't be but you. I mean, you know, like, right. you know, without a shadow of a doubt, it's you. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be mindful of what I release out of my mouth in regards to I'm not going to talk to um Anybody really about what God is speaking to me? I mean, I talked about, I told my eldest about the guy and, you know, the teacher, and he was like, I didn't have him in high school. So I was like, I was thinking, um, I'm not going to release what you're speaking to me, God. But he just, it's like how Mary pondered those things, you know, in her heart. Um, mm-hmm. When the angel came. So I'm, I ponder these things in my heart. Because I know what God has came to me. And I know I knew that was an accident for this yeah. person to show up at my door. It it was just amazing. And so but I didn't tell anybody about this man didn't even know I lived here. And he brought the property and make the shorter. And it's some property. So I'm like, mm. hmm, you know, wow. see you God. Yeah. So we always will be, be in expectation. I believe that tonight, I think he picked up on it. That's the key right there for you. Be in expectation. Look for it. Look for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it might sound silly, 
it might sound crazy to look at something that there's no earthly indication that it's going to take place. But, like, I was saying how my communication is, you know, I, I try to keep things quiet so I can hear God. I mean, I've had so many things over the last month just, like, I can let you God. Because I heard God speak something, and I jumped up, and I did it, and it was bam. I knew God spoke to me. Wow, so yes. Ear open, and he will show you exactly what to do, what to say, what not to say. That's why, I, you know, I just try to keep the environment very, and, you know, I even know, Valerie, that God sent people for me that I can be in this place that I'm in right now that I can hear him. He got me the distractions. He got me, mm-hmm. you know, some of the things that, you know, you would think, wow, that, that, that's not good. That shouldn't have happened. But now I thank God in a sense that happened because I have my peace and I can hear from God. All kind of disturbances around I want that. I just want to hear the peace. I want to have the hear God in the peace that He's given me. And I you know, I relish my peace now. You know. To the point me too. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know what it's like to have peace. Mm-hmm. Especially when you've been in place mm-hmm. for got to fight for your peace. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's a place that God, you know, Enemy wants us to look at it in a negative way. But I look at it as a way of God clearing the air and the atmosphere in my path so I can hear and I can walk in the place he's directing me to with opposition. Necessary opposition. You always have opposition in the air, the other but Amen. Well, thank, thank you for the uh, encouraging words. Mm-hmm. You are welcome. Yeah, you are welcome. And um, you know that's my piece of mind a lot of times with uh, with having the understanding that um, God desires to bless us, and so walking in expectation of that, that He does and expect it. Mhm. Amen. Amen. Thank you. All right. You are welcome. God bless you. Um, if you could, um, I, uh, just for my, my children, (laughs) um, I had a, well, I had a disappointing, uh, court, um, Kate, not a Kate. It was a, I was supposed to have a hearing about custody and, because of timing and the holidays, it's been pushed um, to January. And so that means I won't get to spend the holidays with my oldest son. And, um, you know, they're, all of my kids are, um, they're just struggling in different ways. And, uh, you know, so it, it's just been, it that that has been some, somewhat of a challenge. And, I'm, you know, more than anything, I mean, I'm concerned about their well-being, but I'm also concerned about, you know, where they are spiritually and 
you know, I want them to know the Lord and serve the Lord. And so if you could just pray for them. Amen. Let me come to you in the name of Jesus. I can truly identify with Valerie in regards to, you know, the burden she has in her heart for her children to walk with you, to know you and to understand, you know, who you are and rely on you as their savior and their deliverer. And Lord, we thank you tonight that even me with my grandchildren, you know, I, I pray for that. And so I can stand in agreement with her because I believe probably my grandchildren around the age of her children. So I just desire as we stand in agreement with each other tonight that Lord, you will direct, you will show them, and you will protect them, and you will guard them from the plans and the plots of the enemy, Lord and that you will uh, place a hedge of protection around them and shield them and, and, and guard them and watch over them. And we believe this because we know that, you know, your word does, you know, we send the word out, it doesn't return void. And I believe that Valerie has planted seed into her children. She has released the word of God over them. And, Lord, she can expect that the word of God shall not return void. And it shall accomplish that which you have been sent out to accomplish. And, Lord, I thank you that as we are in agreement with each other, that the children that are involved in these situations where they don't seem to be understanding or, or getting what they need from God, that, Lord, you have a way of miraculously doing things that are impossible for man to do, but God, you can do. So, Lord, we yeah. expect here, and we are expecting your hand upon their lives. And we're expecting that no matter what it looks like for God and that we will water the word that's spoken over their life and we can expect it to manifest and come forth in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, there's a lot of things going on in this world. There are all sorts of voices. But I thank you, Lord, that you you keep us in a state of mind of knowing we have hope faith in you, and that it's greater than anything that the enemy would try to throw our way to make us believe that God is not who he says he is. So I stand in agreement with her, and I think more that you will put people in their path that will encourage and nurse that word that's been sown in their lives for the glory of God. And God, we just ask you for peace for Valerie right now. Peace that passes all understanding, that she will rest in you and she will trust in you. And what she can't do in her natural, she knows how you're able to do in a supernatural way. And we give you glory and honor and praise because you're a supernatural God. There is nothing that's too hard for you. And we thank you as we bless these children. We bless their lives. We ask, Lord, that they have a desire that will begin to spring up in them to desire to know who you are. And, Lord, her time she spends with, Lord, give her insight and wisdom on little things that she can do that will encourage the seed that's already been in their lives to come forth and grow in the name of Jesus. We just give you glory and honor Thank and praise in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, I understand that very well. Um, I had my grandson, the one I'm going to the game um, in Athens. So I still want to stay close 
to his life. And one of the big mm-hmm. reasons is that he says, oh, your other grandparents, I mean, she's a wonderful dude. She does believe in God. But, you know, uh, his grandfather, he's Catholic, and she's not even in agreement with like, some of the things. I mean, she was talking to me probably something about some, something to do with worshiping the dead. I don't know. But anyway, something to do with religion. And um, uh, they're um, saying, so it's, it's, see, grandmother's sign is like, you know, grandfather's okay, but it's like, no, I got to be in here. I got to make sure that I'm so in yeah. in this life, you know, that it's going to cause us to desire to promote you. So the other day, when it was over here, I actually, um, I asked about Adam and Eve, and he was, you know, he knew about Jesus, he knew about God, I said, what do you know about Adam and Eve? I'm like, no. We're on your YouTube, and I searched the story of Adam and Eve. You know, and um, and he was like, oh, okay. And then this little brother grew out of the game, and this man came up there with a snake. And his little brother was like touching the snake, and I was like, hmm. So uh, when he saw it on the video, his like, oh, you know, and he remembered about the snake. And uh, so, you know, you do, do little things, you know, that will come mm-hmm. connect. Because, I mean, they don't know about the snake. You know what I mean? And so, it's, yeah. well, there's three. So, you know, I was like, so, Jonah, you know, you don't really go up in front of touch with snakes and stuff like that. I said, you get out the And he's just looking at me like, what are you talking about? But it's like, I'm trying to.
Who am I speaking with? And where are you calling from? This is Sarah. Calling Hi, from. Sarah. I thought so. <laughs> How are you tonight? Good. How are you? Yeah, good. Well, you're awake.
I just um, had a little friendly um, Can you hear me? Hello? Uh oh. I think everything was shut down. Sir, are you still there? Uh, she disconnected. All right, and I think the phone might be shutting us down as well. And she won't be able to call back in because of the system. All right, well, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with me tonight. Um, Sarah, I don't know if you can still hear me. I'm just playing. Uh, just thank you that we I did pray over you this whole just thank you for um Sarah and we ask Lord that you give her peace and direction even tonight and we thank you for the blessings of God and the hand of God being her life to cause her to just move right into place and position where she's to be and Lord that she has earned she has earned some accolades even from you, Father, concerning the walk that she has chosen to you know, date concerning you and the things that she is believing you for by faith, she'll receive them in Jesus' name. So, guys, we want to thank you tonight for tuning in to uh, tonight's show, and uh, God bless you all. I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving, and we are headed right into the holiday to celebrate the birth of Christ. Uh, thank you so much, and tune in to Prophet Randy tomorrow, I believe. I don't know if it's Jeannie that's on earlier, but um, just hang out here at PTN and see how God blesses you. Thank you again, and uh, thanks for calling in. Good night.